Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. Good morning. Welcome into Salt Live. You are watching That Being Said with George and myself, Sammy Georgeur. Happy Friday in this episode 454. This is Sports on Tap, and I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur, and we're coming at you live and direct from the Salt Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube.com slash Sports. This episode is brought to you by SantShop.com. Visit SantShop.com to get your coolest sporting gear. Sammy, welcome to Not So Casual Friday. And can you tell the people at home what this is? This is Not So Casual Friday, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. I was going to say that at the beginning. I forgot. I was like, I was kind of wondering, why am I wearing a blazer? But for those who don't know, if you're watching the podcast, or listening to the podcast especially, um, we do have our live stream 10 a.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, and we do Not So Casual Fridays where we dress up a little more. I get like a blazer t-shirt. George got a little button up. You know, it just depends on the day. Uh, let's get into this day. Today yes, we're sir. doing uh, best nicknames in sports. Um, but just a couple quick, fun, quick hitters before we get going. Um, it is Mamba Day, which is Kobe Bryant Day because it's mm-hmm. 824, 8 24. Kind of makes sense, I which guess. Which is kind of funny because it's also on 823 was his birthday. So it's yeah. like back to back. It's Kobe Bryant back to back days, basically. I was saying there's too much Kobe on my timeline. Like, I, I love Kobe, you know, but he's, like, retired now. Like, I don't even get that much MJ on my timeline. And I'm getting two days in a row of Kobe on my timeline. Well, here's a question for you, man. How long does this uh, Mamba Day and Kobe's birthday, like, are we going to hear about this for years to come? Or how many years is this going to be? Mamba's going to last longer <laughs> in the, like, social media realm, I feel like, yeah. than, like, an MJ, for example, where it's, like, in my face more. Because you got to realize what generations grew up with MJ, what generations grew up with Kobe. Right. So... You know, I have people that, for example, a lot of people my age or my generation, why do we think LeBron's better than Jordan? Because that's what you grew up on. And there's a lot of people that think Kobe's better than LeBron because that's what they grew up on. And there's people that think 90s basketball can never be, it can never be as good as the 90s because that's what they grew, grew up, up on. on. Yeah, so that makes sense. Kobe, we grew up with Kobe in the era, like his thick of his career was when social media was like new and fresh and hot. And so now all these people that are, 12 through 30 on social media, their favorite player is somewhere in the realm of Kobe, LeBron, and that's going to last for a while. Where a lot of, I'm, I mean, I'm still a Jordan fan. I'm sure a lot of people my age are still Jordan fans, but there was less content being produced every day to be put on social media during Jordan's time. Yeah, and less people on, I mean, well, not just less people on Twitter, zero people on Twitter during yeah, no Jordan's time. Yeah, so when, when and, and especially Jordan's fan base. I mean, a lot of Jordan's fan base, I mean, I'm kind of in that middle ground where I was able to, you know, have some years of Jordan and years of LeBron at a time when I was young and still, like, you know, a fan. 
I mean, I'm a fan, but you know what I mean by that. Like a fan of just, oh my God, it's Jordan. Oh my God, it's LeBron. But most people who are on the Jordan side are probably in their late 30s, 40s, something in the 50s. And yes, they know how to use Twitter. Yes, they know how to use social media. But they're not entrenched in social media like someone your age would be, for example, or my age would be. I feel like it's less likely for them to be really on social media arguing people <laughs> see well for me it's something a little different because i actually do i find a lot of old people on social media arguing with people i just think it's more of the content like producing kind of stuff like a kobe bryant highlight tape is coming from like an 18 to 18 year old unless it like let's let's put companies aside sports companies aside it's coming from like an 18 year old and so Correct. an 18 year old's more likely to make a highlight mixtape of kobe bryant than of michael jordan i don't think it's about the arguing of sports because I think every day if I post something that's against Michael Jordan, I got more old people coming at me than, than I would ever okay, expect on enough. social media. They argue sports because they believe they're right, just like every generation believes right. they're right. But I think it's more the content producing stuff where, you know, nowadays you have pages that are strictly like Le Goat and it's people posting content every single day about why LeBron's a goat. I think we have less of that with Michael just because of the the ages. Like there's not a thirty five year old's not gonna sit around and make a like Le, a, a MJ goat page, yeah, or MJ while an eighteen-year-old will for exactly. LeBron. So yeah, I feel like enough. that that's kind of the difference here. But um, and the contents in HD. Let's not forget that too. I mean, even if you're gonna make a mixtape, let's say on Michael Jordan, you're gonna get a lot of grainy footage. Yeah, it looks so much better now. I mean, like, yeah, and that's part of like, I don't know, like you watch fifties basketball and it's in black and white, and it <laughs> makes it just even seem like less quality basketball, which it is. But <laughs> yeah, but it's he, just like. It feels like broken and old. But this is it, right? I mean, we're not. I think the way we consume content, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of people thought this before, but I actually really believe this that this is it. I mean, we're not going to consume content more clearly than this. HD is basically like watching someone in front of you. I mean, it's a picture per. There is 3D, which some people like. That's actually you can get like a 3D. Okay, maybe TV. virtual reality also. Yeah, where you're kind of at the game. When you're kind of at the game. But at the same time, it's not going to be the same as... I mean, the picture, like actual... Look, it doesn't matter. If I put myself in a 3D or virtual reality world of a 1960s basketball game, the way it looked on TV, just the picture I'm talking about, the clearness of the picture, still would look bad. Like, they could probably recreate and put you in a virtual reality 1960s basketball game, but it's in black and white or green. Yeah, they can't make the tape like feel real now. Right. Yeah, they can't take that black and white tape. Like, we're gonna put you in this game, and now you can see the colors of what the stadium actually looked like. Exactly. Which always is one of those interesting things when I watch old tapes. I just like wish I can get it. Like when something's in black and white, it really bothers me that I can't get it in color. But I just want to see like was it dimmer or was it not? For me, the black and white doesn't bother me. You know what bothers me? That grainy footage. Like if you watch like the Larry Bird Celtics versus the Magic Lakers, I'm like, did it look that dark in the building? <laughs> Well, see, that's, I feel like it's dark when it's black and white. When it's color, when it's grainy, I can still tell that there's bright colors. Like, I can still see the bright yellow of the Lakers court, true, even though true. it's grainy tape. When it's a black and white tape, it looks like there's no lights on in the in the in the on the court. And the, to me, it's just kind of annoying as hell. Like, I just like. Do you ever have that feeling when you watch like an old school tape where you're almost like, it doesn't look like the world we live in now, even though like it. It really is the same. Like I feel like thing. the 
looking at a person would be different because when I see it in black and white, but really looking at a person then is the same as looking at a person now. Yeah, we might dress different. We might have different styles, but like you see it on TV. I'm like, oh my God. Like it feels like it's a fake person, but now it's like, it'd be the same if they were sitting here today. Yeah. It's crazy. It's different. It is very different. Um, All right. I got another interesting topic for you. So, you know, the Falcons last year obviously opened up their concession stands at their new games where they were selling food and beer and everything for cheaper. And now they've and, taken and, it to and, the next and, level. And they had a Chick-fil-A in there too, which Only was, was, that doesn't open on Sundays. So yeah. it's not open in the stadium for Falcons games. Which is uh, fine. Because, which is fine because they play some college football games there and things like that. Concerts. And concerts. You, but I bet I they do think, a lot. Monday night games. Oh, Monday night games, of course. I just thought it was interesting. Like, if, man, you're at a Falcons. Like, I want some Chick-fil-A. You can't have it. It's only six games a year, though. Eight. Because there's no because they every year at least have one like Monday night or something. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. And then uh, now they're sending. Now they're going to be selling craft beers for five dollars <laughs> or twenty ounce craft beers for seven on tap. I mean, to me, it's crazy. I was at the Mariner Seattle Mariners baseball game on that was this week, right? Yeah, on Monday. On Monday, I got a Rainier, which is a local Seattle beer that's not like... You buy a 24-pack for $12.99. It's like a Bud Light, let's say, right? For like, if you want to bring it into a common beer. Let's say Rainier, I like the taste a little better, probably because it's not Bud Light, but it's it's like a Bud Light, let's say. The Tall Boy, oh the, not even Tall Boy, I, is it I, I don't think Bud Light is going to sponsor this show, Sam, now. Why? <laughs> no. I didn't say anything bad about Bud Light, I said it's not Bud Light. It's, you're like, I like it because it's not Bud Light. I'm kidding, baby. Yeah, because it's different. It tastes, it's a different taste. It's a local beer. Yeah, I know. So the 18 ounce of this like local beer was $13 before tax. And I'm just thinking about it. Like I can go to an Atlanta Falcons game and get $5 craft beers. We're not talking. That means the Bud Light there is probably like $3.50, $4 for a 18 ounce. I know. It's like uh, we, we, me and Sammy went to the uh, Everett Aqua Sox single A minor league baseball game because Robinson Cano was rehabbing there and they're right up down the street from here walking distance um so we went to the game and the beers were what three dollars something like that well so it like, depends what you want yeah it depends on what you want but they're like three dollars and i was like wow this is actually really fun because you're not spending 12 bucks a beer and and same thing with the atlanta falcons and atlanta that, i mean that city just keeps growing more and more in my eyes i mean I, it's like you you know we've been there together it's one of my favorite cities in the united states now it's five dollar craft beers it almost makes me want to go it's a little too late to you know book tickets now, but go to the Auburn UW game in Mercedes Benz Dome next Saturday. The the beer the beer makes you want to go. Yeah, no, it just the beer doesn't make me want to go, but the reminder of a beer reminded me of the story about the beer reminded me of Atlanta, reminded me of how much I love Atlanta, and it just makes it even better. Interesting. Yeah. I, 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 the last place I thought this conversation was going was. You know, the growth of Atlanta. Five dollar beers, the growth of Atlanta. That's the last place I thought this I still, conversation I, that's was. That's why I'm saying man, Amazon, Amazon, you should open the open their second headquarters in Atlanta. Five dollar craft beers, man. Definitely. That's the, I think that's what they're probably basing their decision on anyways. Obviously they're not basing their decision on that. But you know, at the end of the day, Sam, um, do you think more teams will follow suit on this? Because it is important to, I mean, right? What Shouldn't beer at games be affordable? Shouldn't food at games be affordable? Um, I know a lot of people now go to games. I see less people eating food at games. People still drinking. But less people eating food at sporting events because of the price of the food. And they just rather go to a restaurant before or after the game. I definitely drink at games and I don't eat. You're yeah. right. I literally... 
any game I go to, I usually eat outside the stadium, whether it's before or after. Or both. <laughs> or both, yeah. Like, what, like if we're in Seattle, obviously, a big thing here is cream cheese hot mm-hmm. dogs, right? Seattle dogs. So, like Mariners games, we always get a hot dog before. And then if we're still hungry after the game, get a hot dog after. Or you're going out to, like, a bar or somewhere for happy hour. And so, to me, that's what's so smart about what Atlanta's doing. It's like... It's it's one of those things where usually in a stadium, if I wanted to get two beers, right, thirteen bucks a pop, that's twenty six bucks. Food, some chicken tenders is like thirteen, fourteen bucks, right? And they're not I the can be- get they're not the best chicken tenders. If I get enough, if I just stick to one beer at the game, spend thirteen bucks instead of fifty. And, I can. And let's be realistic. When was the last time you had one beer at the game? Last week on uh, Monday when I was there. So was I had it a one tall beer. Boy? Yeah, it was the eighteen ounce okay. Rainier, thirteen bucks. You have a beer, right? But before the game, you get two beers at a bar. Me and my friends, what we did, we went to Hooverville, got two beers. They're three fifty for a Rainier on tap there. Two beers for three fifty. You drink a beer at the game, then you go after. If you have a beer, it's three fifty. Food, you can get a hot dog, you get other food for five bucks. I don't understand why stadiums think people will continually go to stadiums where outside the stadium you can get food or drinks for five bucks and pay thirteen to fifteen bucks. Because it's gonna start, people are gonna start avoiding it more and more. I'll tell you why, kids. Yeah, that's the biggest. I mean, I if you go just look at the lines at these stadiums, it's just a bunch of parents with kids. Because try to tell a seven year old, no, you can't have some popcorn at the game, or you can't have a hot dog at the game, or you like, can't. I want chicken tenders. I want chicken tenders <laughs> now. It's like yeah. you're not gonna enjoy the game. Your kids are gonna be crying, not crying, and yelling and screaming for the chicken tenders, and it's experience. But a lot of young, single people don't like go and buy anything yeah other than beer other than beer yeah. say other than beer uh, i was at the mariners game and they were handing out free cookies and brownies which what? was a, at the beer garden because it was a costco event at yeah. the beer garden you know sometimes there's a beer garden in seattle for those that don't know safeco field um it's like it's in center field but half the beer garden was shut off for a costco event That's pretty cool. and so they were handing out plates of costco brownies costco cookies for free and so that was my my dinner very cool not not the best dinner but it was good um, all right. The other topic I wanted to get to, George. But uh, well, I think we're both in agreement. They need to. They, most more stadiums need to do that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, less food. I, less prices on food. Um, one more quick topic before we get into a, something about the NBA, and then we'll get to the best nicknames in sports. Um, but Todd Gurley uh, said, sitting in the preseason, he was talking about sitting on the, in the preseason. He said it's everyone's dream, and he's saying. He's like, yeah, you know, some people like to go out there and get reps, but he's like, not this guy. He was like, this is everyone's dream to be sitting out for the preseason. The coaches want me to rest and not not get hurt. So this is everyone's dream. And it brings me back to this point that I always talk about where it's like, this preseason, okay, it's great. I know everyone keeps arguing that you need it. They need the reps. They need this. And it's like, well, do you need the reps? Do you need, like, the Browns last night? Do you need, you know what happened last night to the Browns, George? Tyrod Taylor landed on his wrist, got hurt. They put in Baker for two quarters, and he got a quick sh- shoulder strain because he got hit because their offensive line was so bad. And then they had, uh, what's his name? The guy that was on the, Drew Stanton in the, for the rest of the game. And now, okay, Tyrod and Baker are fine, but they both have little nicked up injuries now. Did we really need, did they really need to play that preseason game? Would they really not be able to play in the NFL if they didn't have these games? You know what? Uh, I just go back to college football. and uh, Yeah, why can they start yeah. with a top 20 matchup? Exactly. I mean, next Saturday we got, we got uh, in the morning or after, early afternoon, University of Washington playing Auburn. 
two top ten teams. Five versus nine, I think. Five versus nine, or five versus ten, something like that. And then later in the day, we have Notre Dame and Michigan, both top 20 teams playing each other. Uh, They had no preseason. They don't have scrimmages against other teams. They're 18, 19-year-old kids, and they're playing arguably Michigan, you know, and Auburn in Washington and Notre Dame. This can set the tone for their whole season, game one. There's no preseason. And if you want a preseason, too bad. I mean, I don't see the point of preseason. There's like, well, then you who? How do you know who's gonna make the team? Well, how did how does Notre Dame know they're gonna make the team? Yeah, my thing is, if yeah, if college kids can go out and play football without um, without the worry of like, oh, we don't have enough reps, then I don't see why a professional league can't. And I know what people are gonna say. Well, how are you gonna judge who can make the team and can't? The idea I gave. Make it an extra man roster for a couple weeks. And you know what? If you're a coach and you can't figure out, like, in a game or two, who should be on your team or not, that's probably a coach's problem, too. Because college teams can do it. You, you have got, like, I, I'm sure there's guys like Bill Belichick that don't necessarily need four weeks to figure out if Kenny Britt should be on the roster. He cut his ass, and he's a good player. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't need those preseason times. It's, I just feel like it's more opportunity for people to get hurt. It's more opportunity to waste money at games, waste TV time, waste Absolutely. fans that buy season tickets, like you said, they have to buy these packages and pay for the preseason games. I find that pretty crazy. Yeah, maybe one preseason game would be okay. Like, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even mind zero, but you can make an argument for one preseason game for the and you know, make it a uh, almost like a tryout. Don't play any of your starters and just find out who you want to put on team. If you want to play your starters, get them reps, also do that. It doesn't. Do whatever you want in that one preseason game, but I, yeah. I personally don't find. And really like, we don't need you don't need a home game like for the preseason. Like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, every my. other year, switch it off. I know. Right? I mean, like, like I told you the other day, like the preseason is meaning, meaningless other than you know finding you know a couple guys that you want to you know make the team. The only two teams in history of the NFL who went zero and sixteen, the Lions and the Browns, both went four and zero in the preseason. Yeah, if that's not telling, I don't know what it is. Me either. Um, Last but not least, before we get to best nicknames in sports, the NBA is now working on some uh, impending rule changes that the committee is talking about. Um, and so here they are. I'm going to try to get to them. Per Wojnowski, it's recommending resetting the shot clock. We'll go one by one. Resetting the shot clock after offensive rebounds, expanding definition of what const- – oh, we'll start with that. Expanding the shot clock – to 14 seconds after an offensive rebound. Expanding it to 24, you mean, from 14? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think it's a typo on this. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's... Oh, wait, no, no. The NBA experimented... The NBA experimented... Oh, they already experimented in Summer League to, to reset it to 14 seconds. Instead of 24. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah, because yeah. now if you get it, you get full 24 Yeah, if it hits the rim. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, you confused me. I was yeah. like, then it's the title. Well, the way you read that kind of confused me, too. I was like, wait, what? I said 14. Yeah. Their committee is recommending resetting the shot clock to 14 seconds after offensive rebounds. Okay, I mean, Instead I guess. Instead of 24. having another 24 seconds, an offensive rebounds 14. Well, okay. I mean, that works. It just speeds up the pace. I mean, I have no problem with the 24. But I guess it makes – I know why they're doing it. They're doing it so at least at the end of the game situations, you, when your team gets offensive rebound and it's not like the game's over, you know what I mean? Like less fouling. It'll speed up the pace a little bit towards the end of a basketball game. Yeah, I like it. I, I'm, yeah, not, same. I'm not the biggest fan of – okay, let's say you go in really quickly, shoot a shot in a, 
and and miss and get the rebound. Like I don't know if you need a minute of a quarter. There's only twelve minutes in a quarter. I don't know if a uh, one offensive rebound should give to you, give you like a whole minute. Yeah, well, like I mean, almost ten percent of a quarter. I mean, offensive rebound basically equates into twenty four seconds, which is there's only twenty four. There's a little more than that, but technically, you know, thirty. 60 minutes. <laughs> I think people understand what I'm saying. There's 48 minutes. What are you talking about? I know. In there's the 48. Game. I know. But in a quarter, like you said, there's 12 minutes. 24 is about half a minute. About. Yeah, that was my yeah. point. So there's only 24 of those a quarter, basically. Is that correct math? No, there's a little more than that. It's about 30, but about Because 20. you have to, yeah, you add 10 you seconds. You have to add the six. 12 seconds on each. Yeah, 12 six, times 12. Six, yeah, six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, the, the, point, way, the way that came out, I was confused. <laughs> your point that, is, your the point is. The way that came out was very wrong. The way I was trying to say it was, it's almost 10% of the quarter if you have one rebound. Almost. It's, it's actually like 8%. But it's like one offensive rebound <laughs> and you run the shot clock, it's about eight, seven to 8% of the entire quarter. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, so it needs to be cut down. Um, another rule change being considered is simplifying the clear path, which currently lists five bullet points. Currently. Currently. Okay. Including when the ball and the offensive player are positioned between tip-off circle and extended the basket, mm-hmm. when there is no defender between the ball and the basket, when the foul denied an offensive team a chance to score. There, I, I, I don't know if I want to get into all to the details of what the – yeah, this is like a rule book. Yeah. But uh, they're trying to simplify, which it is confusing. There's a lot of times they have TV – like during the finals, like clear path, but it's like no, actually the it was not a past this line. There was a guy three centimeters yeah. in front of him. Like yeah, I think it should be sim- simplified to the point where it's like if uh, like LeBron James, right? If LeBron James is a step on you and there's a guy at the three point line, like he's not catching him for this dunk, like and somebody pulls the jersey from behind, I don't care where the. I think it should be more of a judgment call Me too. Like, rather than like, well, this guy was like, it shouldn't be like an offside in soccer. It like should he was be a, like a pass interference in the NFL. Like, did you stop him from a, Clear a guaranteed path. layup? Yes. Right? Like, like because I know uh, there was a point in the finals, I think it was, where like LeBron got a steal at half court, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a Warriors player, but I think it was like a big man. Like, I, don't, I forgot who it was. Or maybe it was like Curry, who was like on the three-point line, like a little bit past half court. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a clear path when they grabbed LeBron's jersey because Curry's technically ahead of him. Ahead but of I'm him. like, Curry, even if he beats him to the spot, like, Curry, like that would have been a guaranteed like easy dunk. And Curry would have let LeBron right. just dunk. He wasn't going to go try to block him at the rim. It should be kind of a judgment call, like you said, like a pass interference. Like, did you pretty much almost a guaranteed catch or guaranteed bucket? Did you stop him purposely? I, I completely I agree with you. The l- <laughs> like you said, it's just uh, too technical now. Yeah, it is. Like, uh, It doesn't need to be like soccer offsides or right. anything like that. The last one is the hostile act rule, which is one player intentionally or recklessly harms or attempts to harm another player by attempting to punch, kick, elbow, or hit the opponent in the head. Officials determine if the offending player is assessed a flagrant one or two, they can lead to ejection from a game. So now they're going to start using repel, replay more for these hostile act rules because mm-hmm. – like like we've we figured this out a lot is sometimes there's way too quick of reactions from refs to throw people out or think it's a fight so they're gonna get into way more into this hostile yeah. act rule stuff. I mean I like it but I hope they do it to a point where they're pretty quick at replaying it and I hope they reduce it from what it's been like yeah. as much as I love that Draymond Green got suspended from the NBA Finals which helped lead the Cavs to a championship win like like the Okay, he did purposely kick LeBron on the balls, but it wasn't that hostile of an act. Right. It was hostile, but it wasn't like 
the worst thing I've ever seen in the world. I just feel like now everything that happens, there's such a quick trigger to tee people up. Like, you're done. But it's like, we can take a step back and be like, there should be levels to this stuff. You know, like, absolutely. Like, how serious is it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. I like I like change. I'm not rigid. I don't like rigidity in sports. Like if you like think baseball. there's like baseball, if you think there's something to change, change it. I agree. Yep. Uh, last story I want to get into before nickname Sammy. Um, do you know Mike Tomlin put up tarp around the Steelers practice field to protect from drones and so forth? What does that mean? Though? <laughs> so from drones, like some guy flying a drone and stealing their place. <laughs> like let's say like the Patriots. Would no, have I get that. About- Put up tarps around it, but how is that? Can how can that stop a drone? It's not on top of it. I don't know. I, I, it makes no sense. I mean, this I, this story just popped up on our thing. I think like yeah, you can put up a tarp, right? If it's high enough, maybe drone can't like because obviously what he's probably trying to protect from is if a drone's flying above you, right above you, like you can see. But if someone had a drone from a little bit far away, so he's trying to protect from the Patriots well, bringing in a drone, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> because the, he's like, I, if, I get it now. Because the, the tarp, right? The tarp. If it's no, no one's dumb enough to like take a drone, fly directly. You're saying a fucking like security camera that faces towards it, not above it, right? Yeah, like okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little paranoid, but. I kind of like the uh, attention to detail. Yeah, he's like, I know Bill Belichick has some shit up his sleeve, and it could be a drone with a camera. Yeah, little does he know the guy fucking probably has way worse than that. No, he probably has videotapes. The Patriots, uh, you know I'm a big fan of the Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, but they, and I don't find it cheating. I just think they've done a lot of things that are bended the rules. Bended the rules. They've definitely recorded practices. They've definitely... They're they're line steppers. Yeah, they they step on the line, and sometimes they'll step over the line. But it's cheating, yeah. but it's not like uh, there's a difference between like cheating and doing something that's Frowned in upon. sports. No, like in sports, no, because right. it's cheating. There's a difference between doing something that's cheating that like actually can guarantee you like I'm gonna win, and cheating that it's like you still have to figure it out right. while you're cheating. But I, I'm sh- I don't think there's a rule in the NFL rule book that you can take can't use drones. I'm kidding. Yeah, there's rules you can't record other people's practices. But, like, even if you did, even if the worst team in the NFL recorded every practice of every team, that doesn't mean they're – that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's, I not, it's cheating to the point where it's like you're still not going to win because you cheated. Like, it's not a guarantee. Right. You still have to play good. I, I, I think the tarp is a good idea, actually. That, that's, I don't. I, that's so stupid. Like, nobody's recording his practices. Yeah. Nobody's recording the practice. I mean, come on. Like – this is the, like obviously nobody's recording the practices like and if they are then if you actually had a speculation someone's recording your practices then there should be an investigation launched on yeah. who the fuck is bringing the drones to record the practice that's a good point so like okay that's a very good because point. guess what there's 30 other nfl teams 29 other nfl teams yeah. or 31 right no there's 32 Two. teams so 31 other nfl teams yeah. that don't feel like they need a tarp because there's probably not drones recording practices you know what this tells me? This is just more of Mike Tomlin being like, just like not that great. He's yeah, just, I mean, you know how I feel about Mike Tomlin. I think he's the most interesting coach in the press conference. I love him. I would. There's no coach I'd rather hang out with, maybe in the NFL for a day, just hang out. But uh, he's not my favorite coach to actually coach a team. Yeah, I'm not a not a big Mike Tomlin guy myself. You know who loves Mike Tomlin? Who? <laughs> Our father. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because he says he looks like a football coach. Really? Yeah. Interesting. 
just yeah. thought you'd enjoy yeah, that. No. We gotta get Tony on the show sometime too. We like, will. Maybe one, yeah, maybe next week. I'll be down whenever. Yeah, we'll give him gives us a, his weekly. I don't think fix. the people are prepared though. I I don't think they are either. Except for I don't know, he might not say some ridiculous shit he'd usually say. I hope it'd be different. <laughs> so I found this article. All right, we'll start with this one. Unforgettable nicknames in sports. We'll start with this one, and then we'll just get into some of our own. All right. Um, I don't know how reliable this list is, but I'm just going for it. The right. first. Well, well, first, before you get to it. It is you, Mamba Day. It is Mamba Day. Um, and this episode is brought to you by Sonshop.com. Visit S-O-N-T-S-H-O-P. That's Sonshop.com. We have some really cool gear, and we continue to make better gear and cooler stuff, so go visit the website. Uh, Sammy, before we get started on this list of the greatest nicknames, I got a question for you. Before, yeah. I don't before you because I'm this might this list might change my mind. Off the top of your he- head, favorite nickname. My favorite nickname. Yeah, in sports. His it could be in historic, it could be whatever. You got to answer that question first. All right, mine is um, a guy that we have actually on the wall over there. Uh, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. I just found that name. I read a book of his biography. He's pretty cool, and I just love that name, Jolton Joe. That's not a very good one. What really? Yeah, that's like, what is one. One. That, I think that's kind of a horrible one. Jolton um, DiMaggio. My favorite. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have a favorite. I can't answer that question. I, okay. that, that's one I'm not. I was not prepared. Yeah. Because uh, I'd probably just end up saying like Air Jordan or like King James or. Like, Jesus Shuttles, where it's good because like it's a movie True. player. That's a cool one. Um, I kind of like Dwayne Wade calling him Flash. That's a good one too. It's a good one because it's like an underrated one where not many people say it about him. Because mm-hmm. everyone um, just says D Wade. Yeah, and like I like some nicknames that aren't really like very nicknameish. Like I'm a big fan of the abbreviations, like AI for Allen Iverson. I just think it sounds so much cooler. Like those real nicknames, the answer, but. Yeah, but like that. Forget that's. But also, AI is a nickname. Yes, An abbreviation but, but is a nickname. I I don't consider those nicknames. I consider abbreviations. I don't know. I disagree. I, like I call my friend Jacob Jake. That's his nickname. That's his shorter name. Oh yeah. I what do you call so him? I call him by his abbreviation. No, so, I call him by his nickname. So, so if I called my call my dad Tony, is that a nickname or is that his just his name? That's a nickname. Okay. His I, name is Antoine. We're, I know. That's not, it's, it's not, you're not calling him Tuan. <laughs> I might start. Right? So it's a nickname. Let's get to some of these names. All right. The best nicknames in sports. This is a random list, but we're going to give it a go. Carl Malone, the mailman. Yep. Why is he called the mailman? Because he always delivers. Boom. Um, Except on Sundays against the Sonics in the playoffs where he would miss a lot of free throws. Yeah, he delivers pretty well. I, I mean, he, he delivered really well. Um, I, I like it. The, I think this one's pretty cool. Yes, yeah, um, because it's kind of unrelated to the name of the person. It's kind of unrelated to like to the city. Yeah, like it's just it's actual name that has like some meaning for his game. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, Which reminds me, uh, Gary Payton, kind of like the, the glove. glove. Which is probably one of my favorites as it's well. It's one of my favorites as well. That I cool. like that because it's also one that's not like, okay, LeBron James called himself the chosen one, or it's like King James because, like, of course, there's a king called James and you're the king of basketball. So King James, easy. But, like, the glove, it's like you hit, like Gary Payton had to earn the name the glove for having such lockdown mm-hmm. defense. 
Like, I find those kind of nicknames really cool. No, I absolutely agree. And also, um, the mailman, I, I don't know if you remember this when we were younger, uh, when you play the Sonics in the playoffs and when the Sonics went to the NBA Finals, everyone would count when you were shooting free throws. You remember that? Or were, you, were you not? You were pretty young. I was like eight. So you're the counting what? The count when he was at the free throw line. One, two. Yeah, oh, yeah, because he takes so like long. nine seconds. Okay. But you only get ten, right? Yeah, you only get ten. But, hey, oh, my God. You should have, you should have, like, go back to YouTube. No, I've seen it. I just told you. I, I remember it now, like, that you said it. Oh, it for those who don't, like, go look it up. I mean, the fans in the key arena, it'd be like, one, two, and we, and everyone would count way faster than ten seconds. It'd be like, ten, just, ah! And they'd just, like, go freak out at the refs, like, call a violation! <laughs> It was, it was fun. I've never seen anybody in the history of the NBA be called for a free throw 10 second violation. Me neither, but it was, it was fun times. Uh, Kobe, Black Mamba, and it is Mamba Day, so that's a kind of an easy one. Um, as George told me yesterday, it's a self given name, which I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of the self given name. It's one of the only self given nicknames that actually like stuck, and people were like, yeah, we'll call you that. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But sometimes we don't even know which ones are self-given and That's not self-given. Point. It's like that uh, Seinfeld episode. Do you remember that one? Where George wants to have a nickname, so he starts calling himself T-Bone. T-Bone. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not because... No, he didn't call himself T-Bone. That guy... Remember he ordered a T-Bone steak? No, no but then the guy... He wanted everyone to call him T-Bone. And the guy ordered the T-Bone steak and never started calling the other guy T-Bone and George got pissed. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Like, no, I'm T-Bone. <laughs> yeah, but he called himself T-Bone because he ordered a T-Bone steak. Yes. So he was like, "Ooh, T-Bone." He was like, "I like that name." Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But I don't like self-proclaimed nicknames. Uh, I'm just not like I've never just gave myself a nickname. Uh, that's why I like the, that's why I prefer to call like LeBron like King James because that's like like rather than like the chosen one because he got the chosen one tatted on him at 18. It's like. So you want to be called the chosen one? I kind of don't want to call you the chosen one. Me too. Everyone calls you King James. I'm cool with that. Yeah. And I'm, he kind of made that one for himself too, but that kind of was a given and made. So, yeah. uh, David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Ooh, this is a good one. Due to his ferocious swing and his looming demeanor. And uh, he's laughing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just think that this is a great one because actually David Ortiz is one of those people where when I see him, I might actually think of the nickname before his name. So there's like certain guys where most guys, I think of their name before their nickname. But Big Poppy, like when it comes to plate, I, I feel like I would be more inclined to say Big Poppy's coming to the plate than saying David Ortiz. That's a good point. So like it's almost like A-Rod. I'm more inclined to say A-Rod than Alex Rodriguez, even though A-Rod is... Yeah, but even though it's like an abbreviation name, but still it's a nickname, A-Rod, and it's... Like, I would be more inclined, I think, for guys like A Rod or uh, David Ortiz. I say. Who? Magic Johnson. Yeah, magic, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he was on this list that I was getting to. By the but, way, I'm going to tell you something that's going to ruin Magic Johnson forever for you. Wouldn't that be the best porn star name of all time? Magic Johnson. That's good. You didn't come up with that no, yourself. I didn't. I'm just <laughs> I was like, there's no way George came up with that no, joke himself. Like, I heard that. I don't know who came up with that, but I was like, I guarantee George did not just come up with that joke right now. This I, one. I saw someone on Twitter put that, like, I'm going to ruin Magic Johnson's name forever. 
if you think of him as a porn star, you'll never go back. Magic Johnson. It's a great porn star. It doesn't ruin Magic Johnson for me because, like, I don't, I don't imagine when I hear it, I don't imagine Magic I, I as a porn star. Magic Johnson. Now I'm like, ha, porn star. Yeah, that would be a good. That would be a good name. But like, I feel like it. Like it'd have to be like the Magic Johnson. <laughs> the Magic Johnson. Uh, that's a good one though. I like that. Uh, Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth. I mentioned that obviously. Uh, uh, he was in the movie. He got game. My, my, so. For some reason, my mic's been off. For how long? Oh, you unplugged it. That's why. George George has a little tendency sometimes. His mic getting unplugged. You're always touching it. George is a mic toucher. I don't really. I know. I, he's always there doing this, so the thing comes out. It came out. Did 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 say the Magic Johnson? All right. I was saying we're talking about great nicknames, and I don't think he's been out for that long. But the thing with uh, Magic Johnson is, I was telling Sammy is, if you think of his uh, name as a porn star. He is um, the mag- or as Sammy said, or call him the Magic Johnson. You'll never forget that. I mean, that he ruined my name, for, his name for me forever. Yeah, I the Magic Johnson would be a great porn name. Yep, because it is the Magic Johnson. Yep, my Johnson. Uh, Dane said, "Thank God Dane is here to help with the sound." Seriously though, actually, because if nobody say, if nobody says anything, we probably have a whole podcast. That's something we should keep an eye on. Yeah. Because like when the podcast goes up, if there's a you know mic sound, it'd be tough. Queen Kira said, "A Roid. A Rod is Aaron Rodgers." Uh, they both get the A Rod, but I just Aaron Rodgers should not get the A Rod. No, it's A Rodge also. Yeah, it's all technically Rodge and it's A A Rodge too. But I like the A Roid. That's good. That's a good one too. A Roid. Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. But Jesus Shuttlesworth, one of my favorite, obviously, because this one's so different. Probably the only athlete, no, for sure. I, I guarantee the only like famous athlete in history that his nickname on the court and off the court is based off of his nickname from a movie. Yeah, absolutely. There's no others. Like I don't call Shaq like, Kazam. Like nobody calls him Kazam. No. They like, go, oh, "There's Kazam." Like that, no. That'd be kind of cool idea, but yeah. Yeah, but nobody does that. Jesus Shuttlesworth, and it's because it's such a cool name, and the movie was great. And by the way, mm-hmm. speaking of Jesus Shuttlesworth, and he got game. I was listening to Bill Simmons and Denzel Washington's uh, podcast. Podcast, and they were talking about how like Ray Allen wasn't a great actor. Obviously, like, oh, you can tell he was like having trouble acting in the movie. I thought he was phenomenal. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, dude, it's like here's the thing. Like, okay, Denzel, yeah, we know you're like a great actor. So yeah, you're gonna, but, but like, if you ask, if you ask Ray Allen, is Denzel a great basketball player? We're gonna say no. But Denzel's like, yeah, I, I play good basketball. Yeah, like yeah, obviously you're not. He's not a world class. Actor and Denzel Washington is obviously not a world class basketball player. Yeah, I thought he did great. Me too. And we have the answer AI. Uh, we talked about this one a little bit, but uh, AI. Uh, I I would you would you be more inclined to say like the answer or AI? I say AI. I say AI too. I I don't because he wasn't the answer. No, he was not. Like I mean, he was. I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of Allen Iverson. Love the guy that I think actually he changed the game of basketball. He's almost one of those transcendent guys like a Steph Curry that like mm-hmm. made things. He made it kind of. He made it okay to be like yourself again. Like exactly. wear cornrows, ha- wear baggy clothes, have tattoos. Nobody cares. But he's kind of like I got an argument on Twitter with somebody this morning actually because I put a top five shooting guards list I put him at five and I was like James Harden's probably passing him soon the other person's like that's so disrespectful to AI how could he pass James Harden I was like 
Honestly, they're kind of the same exact person. You know what? I'm so tired of people like, oh, that's disrespectful. Like, what? Like, that's my least favorite argument in sports. Disrespectful? Oh, my God. You put Tom, uh, Joe Montana as the third greatest quarterback of all time. That's disrespectful. Like, I'm doing, like you said, I put him as the fifth best shooting guard to ever live. Yeah, but no, no, no. That's not what they were saying. Disrespectful. They're saying, I said, James Harden is going to pass him soon. They said, that's so disrespectful. And I said, not really. They both have one MVP. Harden's been to a finals with another team, but then again has led this Rockets team to deepen the playoffs every single year. Statistically, he's probably just as good of a scorer, better passer, better rebounder. Kind of the same player. They're both probably never going to win a championship. Yeah. Both have one no, no, MVP, I, 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 I and Harden's probably going to have a longer career. No, I completely agree. I just hate that disrespectful thing. Like, like what, what, whenever someone wants to argue with you and their and their response to you is that's disrespectful. Don't listen to arguments. See, I don't. I I disagree with you because I I think sometimes people say things that are fucking disrespectful. Not when it's like I'm putting you as the fifth best. You know, but time. some people will be like, Kobe's the twenty fourth best player. That's disrespectful to Kobe. Sure, it is. Like if you if you know basketball, you know Kobe's not the twenty fourth. That's what they mean. And like. Like, you don't got to take everything so literally. I mean, like, I just, you know what they mean. You know, Sammy, sometimes there's little ticks and little things that bother you, and that's one of them that bothers me. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't find it so crazy to think that James Harden's pretty close to AI. Me, me either. He might have already I, and, I, and I also don't find it disrespectful. <laughs> it's also not rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't rude. And you know uh, what, Sammy? You know I don't like James Harden. What? You know that. I'm not a James Harden fan. But you're right. He might be better than Allen Iverson already. He is. He, like, pro- technically, technically, he probably is. Yeah, technically. But I feel like even me, who I love James Harden, I'd probably leave AI ahead of him in a list mm-hmm. because, like, so I'm not disrespectful. Pablo Sandoval said, is Kung Fu Papa. Um, this one's funny. I Because he struggled with his weight, though, so it's kind of, like, kind of like sad. It's Kung Fu Papa. Panda, right? Panda, I know. Yeah. I said Papa. I was, I was reading like, something else. I was like, did I? I was reading Poppy, and then I got confused. But yeah, Kung Fu Panda. The only reason I don't like it that much is because like because it's disrespectful <laughs> to his weight. But like it's but like I mean he's fine with it, so it's not disrespectful. But it's like he's also not that great. And he was good for like a year or two. It's like do you deserve a nickname? I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, it's a good one. Willie Mays, say hey kid. To say hey kid. Why was that his nickname? I don't know why it was his nickname, but that's a great nickname. This this article says nobody really knows how Willie Mays scored his nickname. Still, the legendary baseball definitely earned the right to have it. The say hey kid. I like that nickname a lot, actually. If you think about it, that's a good one. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, I don't know if I wish there was some meaning. My one of my favorites, Johnny Football, for Johnny Manziel. That's a good one. The reason I like this is he probably. For college sports, him and like Tebow were probably two of the most transcendent players I've watched in my mm-hmm. lifetime in college football. Like transcendent, and when I mean transcendent, you know, I know people might shoot the whole "that's so disrespectful." What about Cam Newton? Mm-hmm. George's least favorite. The disrespectful, like, oh my God, what about Lamar Jackson? Like, okay, what I mean by transcendent is not a talent. I mean like like people it. talked about. It. Like I was like, holy shit, Johnny Manziel is playing Alabama today. I'm like, watching. I need I to watch to the game. Or he came back from a suspension. I have to watch this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still do. I fucking watched him on on uh, ESPN on a Canada team. On a Canada and he team. threw four picks and I was still watching. So yeah. I was like, 
Maybe he's going to make a comeback. Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football. <laughs> comeback season. No, here's the thing, Sammy, with Johnny Manziel. I mean, I was listening to uh, Clay Travis. I'm going to make this as quick as possible. And he was naming the top 10 most influential athletes of his lifetime. So not of all time, of his lifetime. And he put Johnny Manziel in the top, uh, I think, number 10. I think it was like 18th. Oh, it was 18th. Or Tebow was like 10. Because oh, he didn't, ended up doing top 20. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Manziel was like 15th to 18th. I yeah, think. and Tebow, Tebow was, was like 6. Like yeah. Um, Cause some people like change. Here's the thing: like the whole Manziel stuff now, I feel like has made kind of give give like Baker Mayfield a new light. The reason people like Baker Mayfield and want like are like watching him is because they kind of remind him of Manziel. Yeah, and and Manziel didn't succeed, but they're hoping Baker does, so they can kind of have that guy that. It's kind of funny the Browns took both of them too. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield is obviously a lot better of a. Baker Mayfield isn't dealing with. I, and any substance abuse problem. He had like an issue. Addiction problems. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying Baker had a problem where, you know, with the cops once in yes. college, but it was kind of something that could have happened to anybody that has a beer in college. Like it wasn't like a, oh, I'm addicted to drugs see, or alcohol. See, Baker had an incident. Johnny had a problem. Yes. And the thing with Baker Mayfield is Baker went first. Yeah. But if he didn't get picked first by the Browns, he was probably going. Somewhere in the top ten to fifteen. Who well, Baker? Yeah, uh, probably mean, the next quarterback taken. Probably the next. I mean, the Jets supposedly were in love with him. Yeah, and, or he could. They, they actually loved Darnold too, so they're kind of they were in a great situation. Yeah, but if the Browns took Darnold, they would have probably taken, taken Baker. Baker. While Manziel, like it took teams passing on him, and it took like twentieth pick was the Browns too. It's like if the Browns didn't take him there, probably would have dropped to the second round. Yeah, exactly. And so it was kind of an interesting uh, and situation. As a freshman came in, beat Alabama and won Heisman Trophy. I mean, one of the coolest stories in football. Yeah, I love it. Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. Very one cool. of the greater ones. Uh, shout out to Seattle and, and beast. And this one's the stupidest thing I've ever read, but because it says Tiger Woods, Tiger, because his first name is Eldrick. But I mean, like if you're going to call Jake, a nickname and not give Tiger. No, 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 I'm saying it's stupid. The article. Oh, for a second. Okay, I said I the, you're argue, the article. I, I thought you were going to argue it's not a nickname. No, I, I like, said, I said this is stupid. How it's written. It uh, says Tiger Woods, and then in quotes Tiger. Like it should say Eldrick Woods, and then the nickname's Tiger. Yeah, they're saying Tiger Woods is nickname Tiger. Like no, no, no Eldrick's Wo- nickname Tiger is Tiger Woods. Yeah, so it's Tiger. Yeah. How about how about um Steph Curry? But the chef? No. His real name's Wardell. Wardell Stephen Curry, though. Yeah, I think it's Stephen's his middle name. So, yeah, but the, that's no, a but, middle name. Uh, so it's not a nickname? If, I'm going to give it a nickname if if you're giving Jake, Jacob Jake a nickname. I, I, technically, I don't count either one a nickname, personally. Yeah, but it's actually, it's his full, like, Stephen is his. But, but, well, th- here's the thing. Steph, it's just like my name sucks. Like my name's Wardell, so it's like just call me my name. It's not even like a, oh, like like it's not like my friends. Like I could call my friend Jacob, or I could be like, oh, Jake, whatever. Like I had to call him Jake. It's just like Curry is more of like a situation where it's like, please do not call me by my first name, Wardell. Yeah, so my middle name's Stephen. And like Steph, don't call me. So like Tiger, like his real name's Eldrick, but he came up. His middle name's Taunt, T O N T or Taunt, however you say it. But he just went with Tiger, call me yeah. Tiger Woods. So it's like, yeah, that's actually a little different than his actual just full flat-on middle name. Do you know what King Griffey Jr.'s real name is? 
I don't. I, I, if I like read it, I'd somewhere I'd have known. George but. Kenneth Griffey Jr. And George Kenneth. George Kenneth Griffey Sr. But obviously, I, I wonder. So why, I wonder why they win by Ken and not George. I'm a little offended. I don't know. Ken Griffey sounds way cooler than George Griffey. Yeah, maybe that's why it probably sounded better. Yeah. Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's a good one. I I, I think that's a great one. Griffey Cal- the Kid. Ah, the Kid's a good one. But th- I think they did that on purpose because everyone compared him coming up in the major leagues to Willie Mays, and he was the say hey kid and the kid. Also, like if this his dad was in the league so it's also yeah. the kid like, yeah. of of the dad yeah like he's the that's kid. a good one uh calvin johnson's megatron was also a good one I forgot about that one the juice oj simpson <laughs> yeah yeah i was is that's, that, i is that just because his name's oj yeah like orange juice yeah that's such a fucking dope name that's a <laughs> sick know. name I, this is so random but i was thinking about oj simpson this morning yeah. I was like, he's no, got a, normal thing to do. No, because he hasn't really been around much since he's got out of jail. He's done a really good job of avoiding the limelight. Yeah, and, which I'm proud of. I, like, I thought he'd be coming out and doing interviews and like being a little bit like you know trying to get. Can some he get in trouble again though? No. OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. Yeah, he just got out on bail last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like he did something again. What? No, he didn't. OJ Simpson's been out of jail for like six months. He had time he, to do it. On March 2018, yeah. he confessed to murdering Nicole Brown's ism. <laughs> no, he didn't. And even if he did, he was already out of jail for it. I, I'm telling you, I knew something happened. Like, all this stuff in March. On March 12th or March 9th, mm-hmm. he confessed to murdering Nicole Brown in court or something like that. I don't know. Something yeah. happened to him earlier this year. Yeah, but he's out of jail right now. In August... Oh, this was August 7th, Bleach Report. <laughs> oh, just didn't tell his fan, being a felon ain't all bad. He came out on TMZ talking about bragging about being a felon. <laughs> it was a, he's been out of the limelight now for uh, almost 20 days. Well, yeah, but at least he's not in jail. Yeah, and at least he's not like all over the news. But right. he did brag about... Random um, story. Uh, you, know, you know who met O.J. Simpson at the Las Vegas airport? I'm assuming you. Dad. My dad. Yeah. yeah, and I have a dollar bill signed by O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, what a fucking guy. <laughs> well, he, you I never know. I say that. <laughs> you never know. Uh, let's get you some comments. We'll get to some more nicknames for a little bit. Uh, Dane said, a little underwhelming on your, uh, your formal Friday. It's not so casual. I know. So last night I asked George, like, are we doing the not so casual Friday thing? He's like, yeah, I want to. So, like, say, I get a blazer. And George that's just comes up with a button up. You know what? But this ha- is a casual button up. It's a casual button up. I, well, I had a blazer in the car. Didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like <laughs> it because I kind of liked how this looked on me. Okay, that's so fair. I wear the blazer. I have a blazer. No, it's a good looking shirt. I'm do you just want saying. Me to go, Dane, do you want me to go get the blazer from the car and put it on? No, no, no. I'm here? just saying it's unfair. I don't like that's wearing perfect. blazers, but I was like, I don't have a dress shirt to wear. And George said he wanted to do Not So Casual Friday. So I went and got a blazer. That's and George fair. came in with like a casual going out button up. This is not this is not formal. This is not. I didn't, we never called this formal Friday. So we called so it not, so, not I mean, You'd wear this on a normal day. Yeah, so but it's that's not, not so casual. Yeah, you'd that, wear this on a normal like not day. Not so casual. Like you'd so wear it on a normal day, so it's not this a not so casual Friday. Did you see this is so casual? It's not so casual. 
Because would you say this is so casual? Yeah, it's just casual. It's Listen, not so you, casual. So yes, casual is a t-shirt. No, it's not. You know it's not. Dane wants um, to go get the blazer. I'll do it, Dane. No, he won't. I'm trying to I'm trying to finish this podcast. And you'd wear this. <laughs> you'd wear this on a normal day, so it doesn't count That's as true. a as a. Ca- I right. wouldn't wear a blazer. And You're right. With a t-shirt. I under I was underwhelmed there by my. Uh, Sam Michael says hello. What's good? What's up? Um, we have. Dane said, I don't know if Rayon was phenomenal. Sammy, that might be pushing it. I meant phenomenal for like, I, I didn't expect Denzel to say that he was struggling to act because for an, a non-actor, and he was young at the time, right? Yeah, he was he like was, he 19 was just, or 20. He was just out of college. Yeah, like 19, 20, 21 years old. Like, no need to judge his acting skills because for an athlete that's not an actor, did a pretty good job. Absolutely. Um, Queen Kira said, LeBroid, LeBroom. Who said that? Uh, Queen Kira You mean The hashtag Queen Emoji Princess What's good What's up Dane said George You're not a Harden fan What about the time You wore a Harden jersey Yeah you know Sometimes you lose a bet And as a man Who lose Who always pays his bets I had to That's true Me and Dan are gonna have A not so friendly wager I saw that Um, He thinks It's asinine That the Lakers could Finish in the top four In the west Yeah Um We'll see what happens. Um, uh, Sammy also owes me. Listen to this bullshit, guys. Sammy owes me a ga- tickets to the Blazers Lakers game, but unfortunately, it's at the same time he's out of town. And it's the first game of the season, so we have to wait till later in the year. I don't know don't why that's such BS. Because I, well, no, I, I, they're here in April. And you know why it's BS? Because like, why they have to be in the first game of the season? Like, if it was like in like January, the first time he came, like it'd be nice to go the first time. But it like literally worked out in the least. Work outable day. Even if I was in town, I would not buy you tickets to the to first, first game of the season. Oh, absolutely. 250 for standing room. That's, that's <laughs> my point. That's my point. Like, yeah. I wish that wasn't the – like, I got unlucky that the first game was against the Blazers. That, like, that's yeah. not – I wouldn't make you do that. It is. It's kind of ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They opened the season against the Blazers. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I know. Queen Kira said Rayon literally gave LeBron one of his championships. Hashtag LeBron would be 2-7. and seven. Ray's phenomenal, especially from behind the arc. He was Stephen Curry before there was a Stephen Curry. Or Wardell, whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to call him. Um, I'm not a big fan of the whole... Is Ray a nickname? What's his real name? Raymond. Uh, that That's a nickname. Okay. It's an abbreviation to his name, which is a nickname. I, I call it an abbreviation, not a nickname, but... Same thing. One of the greatest ones, old Seahawks quarterback, Charlie Whitehurst. Oh, clipboard, clipboard Jesus. Jesus. And for those that don't know, if you don't know what Charlie Whitehurst, that's white and then H-U-R-S-T, looks like, you'll understand why he's clipboard Jesus because he's always a backup quarterback, so he had the clipboard. And he looks like what a modern-day Jesus would look like. Yeah, exactly. Like, pretty much exactly. I don't know who that guy is. Rebus Island, that's a pretty good one. That's a good one. Um, he retired this year. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of he had made enough money to go buy his own fucking island and name it Rebus. Yeah, didn't he? It's probably like some cheap island though. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can buy an island in Greece for like seven hundred. Because it's bro. like, well, there's nothing. It's just trees or like yeah. just sand. Like, cool, I have an island. You I don't call know. it Rebus Island. Yeah, LeBron James, King James. That's a good one, of course, but uh, not that exciting. The big unit, another form. There's been a lot of Seattle players on this list. Um, I think that's a good one. The tallest pitcher in history, still, right? I think six ten. Yeah. Like my goodness, Air Jordan. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about that because that's probably one of the best. Put out um, the bone, Jay Buner. I thought that was a good one. Was that his nickname? Yeah, I didn't even know. So probably not that good. I didn't even know Jay Buner's nickname was the bone. Yeah, 
Interesting. All right, and I'm going to give you a quick top 20 list. We'll make this one quick. All From right. page two of ESPN.com, which was back in the day. Uh, uh, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. So this is from like. It's, it wasn't Bill Simmons, but it, that's where you guys start. Yeah, on page two. Um, this is from like 2001. All right. Number 20 was. How about this? Give me the person's name, and I'll tell you if I can. Curtis Joseph. Don't know his nickname. Q Joe. Okay. That's a stupid one. Who is he? I have no idea. Uh, number 19, Mike Tyson. Iron Mike. That's a good one. Iron, yep. Uh, he was simplistic in a style. Didn't need a ring entrance for production value of Hollywood blockbuster. Just black trunks, black shoes, and intimidation. Yep. I like that. Rod Smart in the XFL. I don't know. Everyone knows this one. Oh, when he you, hate me? Yeah. Yeah. When you know every clip of like the throwback XFL, it's I the he hate me. I didn't know his name was Rod Smith. Yeah, it's he hate me. That's why I said everyone knows this one. Uh, Ted Williams. The Natural? Nope. Teddy Ballgame? Back in the day, the kid was as skinny as a snake and just as dangerous. And his nickname was? Snake. The Splendid Splinter. <laughs> I didn't know that was his nickname. <laughs> that's a good one. But it's a good one. Uh, number 16 was Miracle on Ice. Okay, uh, that's the name of a game, but that's, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's a nickname yeah, to the yeah, like, it situation. Yeah, it um, Marvin Webster. Don't ever come in here with that weak stuff again. What's his? The Human Eraser. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, though. Walter Payton. Smooth. Sweetness. Sweetness. You know Joe Jackson. Everyone knows this one. Oh. Or Shoeless. Shoeless. Oh, okay. Goodness Christ. I wouldn't have got these. This Ollie Fraser classic gets a slight nod over another favorite nickname for a boxing match, the Rumble in the Jungle. The Thriller in Manila. Yep. Steel Curtain. I guess it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. defense. Michael Air Jordan. Uh... Wayne Gretzky. The nat- what was it again? I know this the one. The great one. The great one, yeah. Kind of stupid. <laughs> Irvin Magic Johnson. Clever. <laughs> the greatest porn, porn star name ever. The, the Magic Johnson. Phi Slamma Jamma, the Houston that's men's basketball one. team. I think that's a good one. Pete Rose. The, I, I uh, did not Char- Charlie Baseball? Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle, yeah. That's a weird one. Uh, Roberto Duran. Small, fearless, at least until the Leonard fight. He hit like a ton of bricks. Hands of Stone. That's his name? Hands of Stone? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that. Like, you can call me Hands of Stone. I'll fucking beat you up. I love that. <laughs> uh, George, George's Veneza pays respects to his hometown in Quebec and shows how calm and cool he was in the net. The uh, Chichutimi Cucumber. I have no idea what that means. That's a nickname? Yeah. Purple people eaters, that's which good. that's right. honestly, that's if we're talking the, like a team or like a situation, like okay, let's talk like we're like talking Legion of Boom, purple people, steel. Not just a hand like games, like Miracle on Ice and like the yeah. whatever in Manila. What is it? The, the Thriller in Manila. Thriller in Manila. Like that's probably one of the best. The purple people eaters. Yeah, I love that. And for those who know Minnesota Vikings defense in the seventies, whatever was it all seventies or whenever, whenever they yeah, were whatever in the 70s. it was, the purple people eaters. I think that's great. Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. Cool. Perfect nickname for a Hall of Fame receiver whose left leg never knew what his right leg might do. Vice versa. <laughs> okay. I've never seen this guy's highlights of you. <laughs> and then the immaculate reception was number one. Yeah, can, That's not a nickname. Uh, it is. It's a nickname for a moment. But, like, I don't really consider I like the, uh, the underwhelming number one. Yeah, especially because. It's a good one. It's in the list. 
but under I still think now just because I think of Magic Johnson, the Magic Johnson is number one. Man, I just uh, Magic. Me, no one ever calls him Irvin Johnson. It's always Magic Johnson. Yeah, it's almost like what I was saying with um, with what's his name. Uh, Big Poppy. It's yeah. like you think of this guy as that name, but magic's that to another level where it's like your name's literally magic. Exactly. But it's not. So it's not like and this isn't like, oh, it's Steph and his name's really Wardell. Like, but we all call him Steph. But okay, that's his middle name. Like exactly. we're talking this dude got the name Magic and is literally like liver like I like one day I'm gonna be like, I if magic when Magic Johnson passes one day, I'm gonna say, I can't believe Magic passed away. Not Irvin. Yeah, no one's not gonna say EJ Magic. magic so yeah. I think it's pretty crazy. Um We do have this M- we do have college football this weekend. Yes we do. But nothing exciting to be honest Who with you. Who plays like uh, roast beef roast beef tech versus University of Phoenix? <laughs> this guy. Uh, it's it's the Quincy and UMass Prairie View and Rice Hawaii in Colorado and then Wyoming and New Mexico State. But uh, next week you have US UCF playing UConn. UCF oh, ranked the, the national champion UCF. Oh yeah, at four o'clock on Thursday next week. Um, but then the the real games obviously start Saturday. Yeah, at nine a.m. Oklahoma FAU. What, plus 21 FAU is going to be one of my first free money Friday picks of a year. Giving it out today. FAU, Oklahoma's 21 point favorites. Yep. Uh, FAU Ohio plus State, 21. Ohio State. Oregon State. Oregon State. Ohio State. Let me guess. Minus 44 and a half. 37. 37, okay. Um, we don't have that many compelling games. That Washington. first Saturday, Washington, Auburn, obviously. Yeah, Tennessee, West um, Virginia. Michigan, Notre Dame. Michigan, Notre Dame, and then uh, Miami and LSU. LSU and Virginia Tech, Florida State on Monday. Yeah. Um, all those are all right games. Yeah, I mean. It's not as good as when we get into conference play. But for exactly, our first weekend, exactly. it's but pretty for good. For first weekend, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. I'm pumped. Can't wait for football. Can't wait for preseason football to be over because I think I it sucks. Um, and we'll be back Monday. Yes, we will, Sam. So uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Son Sports. You can check out sonshop.com. You can t- check out sonsports.com. And for the podcast, don't forget, it is Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Just type in Son Sports. And you know what? Tell your friends about the podcast. Feel free to do so. Share it. Share it. Tell everyone. We love it. And we'll be back Monday at 10 a.m. Uh, this is... Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Face. Individual results may vary. When it comes to vein disease and those embarrassing, painful varicose and spider veins, no one is immune. Just ask three-time beach volleyball gold medalist Misty May Trainer. I was surprised to see I had vein disease. I didn't think I was old enough. I'm a working mom of three young ones, and I still coach. I need my legs healthy and performing at their best. That's when Misty went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors of Vein Clinics of America specialize in the latest laser therapies and minimally invasive treatments. It's like they turn back time. The veins they 
treated are completely gone, and the procedure happens so fast. For over 35 years, women and men have been enjoying healthy, strong, and youthful-looking legs thanks to Vein Clinics of America, like gold medalist Misty May Trainer. Vein Clinics of America work for me, and they can work for you, too. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Most treatments are covered by insurance. 800-307-4200. That's 800-307-4200. 800-307-4200. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. 